0: All right, well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book study. My name is Kelly S., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Oklahoma. Today is Thursday, July 27th. Today, we're going to be reading from the Big Book, and we are um, reading page 75, the third paragraph, beginning with Returning Home We Find, through two paragraphs, ending with To Help Us Be Willing. On page 76, but we will be commenting on the second paragraph only. First one's for context. So today's readers are Barbara E. for 12 steps, Hoodie R. for the 12 traditions. The readers of the text will be Terry A.H. and Nessa R. The reference numbers for uh, Wednesday, yesterday, July 26, 7 a.m. meeting are 10206 and the 10 a.m. meeting is one zero two zero seven o a preamble overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. o a is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Barbara E. to read the 12 steps. Barbara. Thank you.
1: Thank you for your service, Kelly E.
0: This
1: is This is Barbara E. from New Jersey. The 12 steps. We admitted we were powerless over food and our lives had become unmanageable. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five. And twelve. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive readers and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to do service. I pass.
0: Thank you, Barbara E. And now Hoodie R will read the Twelve Traditions.
2: Hi, Kelly. This is Hoodie and being Hi, heard. Ray. Hi, Hoodie, you're being heard. Okay. Well, okay, this is Hoodie R, and I'm from Israel. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Recovery depends upon OE unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, and he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OE membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Every OA group ought to be fully self supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, OVE Anonymous should remain forever non professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such but never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those we serve. Ten, OVE Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media communication. And twelve, anonymity is the sp- spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before our personalities. Thank you, and I passed.
0: Thank you, Hoodie R. How our meeting works. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic this meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read we are sharing what the directions in the big book means to us to share press star one to unmute once you're done sharing let us know by saying pass then press star one to mute your phone in order to have a quiet meeting everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted so today we are studying in the big book um we are on page 75 third paragraph beginning with returning home we find and we're going to read through two paragraphs ending on 76 to help us be willing so the the first paragraph on 75 is just for context only and we're going to have comments on the uh, paragraph on page 76 that first paragraph and terry a h will begin our reading
3: Good morning, Kelly. Good morning to for You. My name is Terry A.H. I'm a recovery compulsive over here from Maine. Returning home, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Taking this book down from our shelf, we turn to the page which contains the 12 steps. Carefully reading the first five proposals, we ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building an arch through which we shall walk a free man at last. Is our work solid so far? Are the stones properly in place? Have we skipped on the cement, put in the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? If we can answer to our satisfaction, we then look at step six. We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable? Can he now take them all, everyone? If we still cling to something, we will not let go. We ask God to help us be willing. I'm starting my timer. So this is um this is the directions for step 6. Um it's pretty simple and straightforward. So this doesn't say anything about me working on my character defects because um if I could work on my character defects, then I would be saying that I have the power to change myself and um, and that I would not have a good foundation in step one. That if I'm, if I'm saying that I, I have the power to change myself, I wouldn't be powerless. So, so what I would be saying um, is that um, I wouldn't need God if I could, if I, you know, if I could work on my defects. So, it says if I can answer to my satisfaction the previous questions, which they're talking about on page 75, the bottom of 75, what we, what I just read. It's for me to be sure that my stones are in place that i'm I'm not just building a house that's not going to with, with hold a, uh, withstand a, a storm it's um i'm looking for i'm not looking for temporary relief I'm looking for like a brick house um that can't be blown down and so I ask myself, are there any cracks and so I'm looking at step six the willingness to to change being indispensable meaning Absolutely necessary. (laughs) So I ask myself, am I now ready? If you know, and if I'm, if I go back through everything in my life, you know that I just find find objectionable, which I just did in step five. And objectionable means you know unwanted, unacceptable, or, or offensive. All I'm doing in step six is just being willing to look at something from a different angle, from a different perspective, like step five moves me into six. And, um, so I just need to look at what I've done and, and be willing to change. It's a, it's a start of letting go of control. And, um, step six says if I'm, if I'm, um, willing, uh, you know, if I'm still clinging to something that I have to ask myself, why won't I let it go? And why do I have to hang on to this? And here's the prayer, you know, we ask God to help us be willing and, um, it's just it's step six is really just getting me ready for step seven and um you know I've seen in step five how much I do need God to change and um so it's setting me up for the next step. And with that I'll pass. Thanks for letting me share.
0: All right, thank you, Terry A H. So, one at a time, who would like to read or share on the paragraph that's just that second paragraph, or which is the first paragraph on page 76. Who would like to share K-K-D-G. on that? D. Nancy H, from from Barbara, Boston.
4: Julie R, KDG,
0: R. Okay, okay, wait, stop, 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 so far all I have is KDG, Julie R, and Nessa R. And I heard a lot of other fumbling. KDG, Tina F, Melissa St.
1: A,
5: Larry,
0: Okay, stop for just a second. I have, um, here's where we're going to start for now. I have Katie G., Julie R., Nessa R., Nancy H., Barbara E., Tina S., Melissa C., and Larry K. And we're going to stop there, and we'll get some more in a little bit. So um, if everybody will make sure they mute their phone and press star 1 to mute your phone, and we will start with Katie
5: G., Hi Kelly can I be heard you can good morning everyone this is Katie G recovered compulsive overeater anorexic and bulimic starting my timer in Boston yeah I mean so much about step six has evolved for me when I first took these steps I was like yep yep these character defects they stink I hate them um and you know for me um, I've heard some uh, speakers that have really helped me um, really identify where i'm clinging to things because it can be really easy when i get the consequences of my character defect so at work i'm gossiping about other people and i get this like um i then find out other people are talking about me so then i'm doing a 10 step and i'm angry and those consequences of my character defect are uncomfortable right But then I'm doing it over and over and over again and I need God's help because the thing is for me, I cling to my character defects, like who am I going to be, right, like if I don't gossip, maybe I won't have a false sense of intimacy with you and if I don't feel intimate with you, I really need God. So willingness for me is about um, like God hasn't actually ever struck me willing. He struck me like comfortable with discomfort and held my hand when I'm willing to take an opposite action, you know, um, when I'm willing to, um, you know, be aware that, you know, talking about other people is terrible, but to actually like when I feel that That need to talk about other people to pause to pray to talk to God you know and um, am I willing to walk through fear and again for me so much of willingness just like in step one you know people call me and they're like I'm praying for the willingness to be willing to put down the food for me like God never took the food out of my mouth I had to be desperate dying and doomed and guess what like talk to my sponsor talk to my friends like I don't get willing until i'm desperate dying and doomed around the character defects you know am i willing to identify that actually i'm clinging to anger because when i'm angry i get to be better than all of you if i'm judging you i don't have to see my own imperfections i actually have to see myself as i really am so like willingness for me is a desperation it's like oh my gosh god i keep thinking i need this behavior to be okay how am i going to shift that perspective like step five help me see like all this awful stuff that happens when i do my character defects but am i willing to get to get to let go of the what i think is the price because for me and i'll close with this there's a difference between relief and freedom relief is what the food brought me freedom is what willingness brings me it is action and walking through fear, um, and uh, I'm gonna keep showing up one more day without I do pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Katie G. And next is Julie R. Followed by Nessa R. Good morning, Julie. Hi. Thank you.
6: Good. Right, good morning. This is Julie R., recovered compulsive overeater in California. And you know, Step Six is this short and sweet and simple. And I have um, worked, quote unquote, Step Six a barrage of different ways where there's multiple questions and weeks of writing. And when I really went through it on um, the way it's supposed to be worked, I was surprised not only, of course, the it's done right after step five, five, six, and seven, and one sitting with your sponsor, but the relief that um, I was able to, Not that I wasn't going to be grandiose and I wasn't going to be arrogant and I wasn't going to be impatient and I wasn't going to do character assassination, but it was that I was willing. I was willing to have God take them because they have outlived their usefulness. I mean, and I got to see in my fifth step the havoc that I created um, using these character defects you know they were actually a part of me i mean some of them were ingrained for 30 40 years so it wasn't like something i could just snap my fingers and i was never going to act out and um, them again so you know because if i had that power to just wake up and not be arrogant then i could have done the same thing with the food but you know i don't have that power choice of control when it comes to those things and, you know, it specifically asks you those questions on page 75. So if you can answer to your satisfaction, it doesn't say that you're going to wake up and everything is going to be okay. It says if I can answer that I did the best that I can, that I have my stones in place, that the house isn't going to come crumbling down, then to move on. And it was, um, it was really interesting because I got to see things in me pointed out through my sponsor that I didn't know I had certain character defects. I just thought it was part of have, being a good character of somebody, you know, strong willed, uh, determined, aggressive in the workforce. Well, I got to see that, you know, there's some aggressiveness that are over the top. So, you know, it was great because I was able to say, God, I'm done with these, please take them. And I continue to, um, ask God to relieve me of certain character defects I can't you know go and work on patience just so that I'm not impatient I just have to continue to seek God so you know I still cling to um, I did cling to some of them but I kept I continue to turn them over to God and you know they're 90% better so this is a very exciting step and, and I'm getting ready to take one of my sponsees um, through her fifth step shortly, and we'll do five, six, and seven in one sitting, so that I pass.
0: Thank you, Julie R., and next is Nessa R., followed by Nancy H.
2: Good morning, vision for you. This is Nessa R., I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. So step six is we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And what makes me entirely ready? that is steps four and five you know if I have done those steps correctly I have seen all the havoc that my character defects have led me to create in my own life and in other people's lives um, all the pain that I've suffered and I've made other people suffer all because of those character defects I and mean, Seeing that doesn't make me entirely ready, then I've missed something in steps four and five, and I really got to go and and, and look at those steps, uh, because by this time, I should be more than ready to have them taken away from me, Um, which I guess brings me to the issue of willingness, and I have learned from a very dear fellow in program that willingness doesn't mean wanting to do something willingness means doing something even though i may not want to um and um you know i have learned also from uh joe and charlie i guess i'm a kind of joe and charlie groupie i listen to all their tapes that i can get my hands on uh, their books etc that um step six um involves acting as if because i cannot um ask god in step seven god remove my defects of character remove my dishonesty for example but in the meantime until you know you remove it I'm gonna keep lying to myself and lying to others lying by omission lying by commission you know that doesn't demonstrate any willingness on my part you know Um, if I am truly uh, willing and ready to have God remove my dishonesty and turn me into an honest person I gotta demonstrate that by behaving differently than I have been uh, behaving up until now, otherwise you know it's really just empty words and it, otherwise just the willingness is not not really there you know if I really see how much pain and suffering my my dishonesty have cost, cost me and others then i'm willing to stop i'm willing to stop and it doesn't mean that that the defect has been removed or that i'm trying to remove the defect myself it means that i still have an urge to to to, to lie to myself to others etc but I, I i go against my inclination to to uh, to lie and i I become honest until God removes the desire to lie, that inclination, that propensity, that proclivity to lie. Um, until then, I still have work to do. You know, just because step six is one paragraph, it doesn't mean that I don't have any work to do because this is a program of action. And again, willingness means doing something, i.e. action, even I, though I may not want to. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Nessa R. Next up is Nancy H., followed by Barbara E.
7: Good morning, everyone. This is Nancy H. from Massachusetts. I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overreader. When I first read this paragraph, I thought, hmm, sounds pretty simple. Despite the clarity I had, I thought it meant working like a dog to get rid of these defects. And then I asked God to remove the ones I most wanted gone. And, of course, that was wrong. I was powerless over doing that by myself. And uh, so I had to be willing and ready to have God remove them in his time and in the order that he saw fit. Um, so God is the only one who can get rid of my defects. I have to cooperate with him and do my best, you know, to do his will for that day. But I'm hopeless if I were trying to change them on my own. So I'm ready to, you know, I, I, I'm if I'm ready to let God remove them, and let God decide which ones he wants removed. And that's going to be actually in the in the order of my usefulness to others, not in the order of the ones I would like to get rid of because they hurt me. Um, so my willingness to change is, is, is really the most important thing. But I have to keep remembering that I'm powerless of my own to try to get rid of these defects. And I used to say to people, well, I just have to try harder. Well, trying harder didn't do anything for me because... I really, you know, I was powerless, but I wasn't admitting that. And I thought, well, if I decide to do the opposite, because I've heard that before, doing the opposite helps, but what really helps is my willingness to believe that God is going to take it away from me. So I appreciate the, the par- privilege of sharing on this uh, paragraph, because it really is clearer to me now. And I thank you for your service, and uh pass.
0: Thank you, Nancy H. And next up is Barbara E. followed by Tina S.
1: Uh, Thank you so much. This is Barbara E. from New Jersey. Step six, am I willing? Now that I see that it is my character defects that have been causing all my problems, do I want them removed? I read the first paragraph on page 76 and it emphasizes willingness as being indispensable. But am I really willing to have God give them up? If I still want to hang on to a, a few of them, I pray to God to help me willing. What makes me ready for this? Steps four and five. I wanted to change, but I didn't know how. And I didn't know what was getting in my way. Perhaps I felt it was too hard to change. It was easier to stay the same, even when staying the same hurt. Was I fearful that I wouldn't recognize the person I'd become if I changed? And finally, there was the threat of the emptiness that releasing, releasing some of my defects might mean. I would not have my shell, my body armor to protect me, but I do know that I wanted to become willing, accepting, and calm. And I can't pinpoint when or why it finally happened, but I knew I had to be persistent in my commitment. To changing my behavior and let my subconscious and spiritual strength take over it's a mysterious process but the real work for me in step six is to focus on my strengths and examine the way for me to be ready to let down those old barriers and open my mind to a new way of thinking it's hard work to be patient for a compulsive person like me and wait for my higher power to unshackle me from my change. But if all I do is wait, nothing will happen. I had to be ready to accept God's guidance and recognize it. And I also had to get ready to row that boat to shore. I knew that by letting go, I'd be able to reach my full potential and be the woman my higher power wanted me to be. The principles of the program asked me to be honest, hopeful, accepting, rigorous and thorough, and honest with another human being, and now willing to change. Step six was about me asking for the willingness to let my character liabilities go and simply let God in. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I pass.
0: Thank you, Barbara E. Next up is
7: Tina S. followed by Melissa C. Tina, we can't hear you, star one. Well, um, I think we'll go ahead
0: and go up to Melissa C. Melissa, can you get on?
8: Yes, hi. It's Melissa. C. recovered compulsive overeating in New York. Are you Can you hear me? Yeah. I can. Okay. Thanks. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I'm just going to set my timer. So, you know, willingness is it's indispensable, which is it's absolutely necessary. You know, there there's no program of action without willingness. Otherwise, um, it's all theory, you know, and um willingness is prepared and ready and and it does not have the word want in it like someone else had said um wanting and willing are two different things and for me it was something I definitely confused for a long time because there are lots of things in this program of action I didn't want to do um but I was willing to do it you know and so um I'm prepared and I'm ready um completely and um this readiness, you know, it's absolutely necessary. I'm ready to have God remove from me all the things that I've admitted, you know, in my inventory that are objectionable, you know, and when I look at the word objectionable, it's distasteful, in opposition of, in unpleasant and offensive. And so, um, you know, I have to look at that. What are they standing in the way of? What are they in opposition of? And, um, it's recovering. You know, they're in opposition of me recovering and um, being useful. They are the blocks that we talk about, the obstacles in the way, you know, uh, they're in the way um, of me living according to God's plan for me. And so, God, of course I'm willing to have that removed because that's what I'm, that's the work that I'm engaging on, you know. But um doesn't mean that I don't still cling to them. You know, sometimes there's things I I can't seem to let go of. And I ask God, this is like my prayer. Help me be willing to let go of these things. And, you know, and so that comes through practice. Like I, yes, I am powerless to remove them, but I have a partnership with God. Like that was explained to me. And he can't remove the defects that I consistently practice and practice and practice. It's like I have to open up my hands. And and let them let them go, you know, so I have to start practicing life without the defects, um, which is awkward, uncomfortable, new, you know, foreign, um, because my defects have muscle memory. I've been practicing them, you know, I'm 48 years old, some of them I've been practicing all my life, um, you know, and so it's not what I want to do. It's willing. I'm willing to be awkward sometimes. I, it means like I don't know what to say in certain situations. I don't know how to behave. I have to pause. I have to pray. I have to meditate. I have to turn and ask other people. Like I have to lose my ego and say I need help. Um, and, and that's truly the the humbling experience. Thank you. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Melissa C. Larry Kaye.
9: Uh good. hey Kelly, thanks so much uh Larry,
0: Larry. K. Oh. You're good. Are you there? Can you hear me? I can.
9: Oh, okay. Thanks Kelly. Larry K recovered Compulsible reader. Um you know, the what helps me with step 6 is to remember that all action, every action that I'm willing to take is born In thought there is not an action that any one of us can take that is not preceded by your thinking my thinking is flawed that's the trouble and with step six you know this is this is this is a spiritual program this is the vision for you line you want the pixie dust line you want the vision for I and me and my thinking that's I'll give you the call me up I'll give you the number for that one different line this isn't about you changing your thinking if you could change your thinking you would have done it already. We're smart people. We would have done it already. What are you, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80? You would have changed your thinking if you could. You can't. You're screwed. You can't change your thinking. And, but this God of your understanding can if you begin to understand. I don't care how long you've gone to church, temple, mosque, the woods, wherever. Maybe, maybe I didn't understand how this deal works with this higher power. Maybe just maybe I didn't understand, and I think this program is magic. It's not. You're not, you you know, it's like I'm going to pray for the willingness. I'm going to get out my stopwatch. Ready, God? You're on the clock, baby. Go. And it doesn't happen. Because with step six, the willingness, you know, I, I should wear overalls, Kelly, because Uh, To remind me, I, I can overspend, overeat, overjudge, over whatever, because I'm repeating the same patterns of thinking that give rise to those overs. And I need new thinking. And only this God, not me, can change that thinking. And we call it recovery. That's what we call it. Step six is the willingness to let get out of the way and let God take the wheel. Then I can move on to the humility that's required in step seven. We'll get there. First, I have to be willing for God to change my thinking and believe that this God of my understanding can and will if I get out of the way. Pretty extraordinary. Happened for me. It, no pixie dust here, no magic wand, but it happened. With that, I pass. Thanks.
7: Thank you, Larry K. Tina S., are you able to get on? Tina, press star one. Okay, well, I
0: think I'll take Tina's time since I'm the a, a moderator. I can do that. Anyway, this is Kelly S., recovered compulsive eater in Oklahoma. Um, I just wanted to share on this real quick because, um, like somebody else had shared, you know, I've been around forever, and I thought my the uh, idea of working this step was to answer this bunch of the questions in the book a little booklet I had and, you know, that didn't quite work that well because I never really understood um, how that was going to work. I just kind of felt like, okay, now God, take my character defects and just, I did that same thing with my defects like I did with my food. You know, I just wanted God to zap me when God does zap me abstinent, zap me thin and zap me free of my character defects, you know, and I never read the big book through and understood, you know, what we were supposed to be doing. I never knew how to actually work the steps and, you know, The other thing I realized, this is a daily program and it's a daily reprieve and not just from my food, but from all of it. And so I have to do the work every single day. And, you know, it's my character defects that get me. Somebody else shared this too about that gets me to that place of uncomfortableness. And one of my things on my gratitude list the other day was that my defects are making me uncomfortable today, that today I don't want to be the person that I was before. And it's that, that uncomfortableness that drives me to my higher power. And, you know, it's. Those defects, so there's a living problem. You know, I had a living problem. Those are the bedevilments that I've suffered from my whole life. And until I get willing to change and be that different, loving person of love and tolerance, you know, um, I'm going to keep doing the same thing. And um, I like that people shared willingness is not about wanting. You know, it's not about my feelings. I was always waiting to feel like doing it. Well, my feelings got me into so much trouble, guys. I don't know about you, but I always wanted to feel better. That's why I was an addict in every way possible. And so today, because of this program, I can make deliberate choices, you know. I can sit with my higher power and work this program. And, you know, one of the things that um, I've shared before is I heard another speaker, um, you know, I always wanted God to just zap me, you know. I didn't want to be uncomfortable. I didn't understand. I wanted to just be happy. My idea of happy meant that everything was going my way, you know. And um, so, you know, I, I heard someone share, and I love this, that in the past I wanted God to do it to me. Then I got to a point I wanted God to do it for me. Today, I finally realized God is doing it through me, and that's by me, you know, you know, sitting with God, working with others, you know, taking action, doing the steps, living life, being willing to be uncomfortable. Sometimes it just sucks. You know what? It just sucks. You know, I don't like seeing my crap, you know what? But you know what I also don't like? I don't like this disease, and I love my life today. I have a freedom beyond my wildest dreams, like those corny slogans I used to read about and think, really, whatever. They had those hanging on the wall. Guess what? I have that life today, and I'm so grateful, and it's from doing this work, willing to be uncomfortable, staying connected with God, and working with others. Okay, and with that, I am going to open the floor for more sharing, so one at a time. Who wants to share on that paragraph 76?
6: (laughs) That
10: Harlan
0: G, Elaine, Elaine D, Matt, Matt M, Elaine D, Riva P, Harlan G,
11: Jamie H.
0: Jamie H, and let's stop there. So I have Matt M, Elaine D, Riva P, Harlan G, and was it Jamie H? Jamie H. A or H? H, as
12: okay, in sorry.
0: Hello. Hello Janie. All right, well everybody please remute. Star one and Matt M, you are up.
4: Hey, thank you for your service, Kelly. this is Matt M compulsive over right eater from New Jersey. Have we tried to make mortar without sand? Have we skimped on the paint on the cement, put into the foundation? I did it my whole life. Like I was actually sponsoring at one time without being accident, thinking I was helping somebody else, but I wasn't helping anybody, not even myself, you know, and uh I was very out of control, and step six really didn't really help, mean anything to me at the time because character defects. I thought I could do this all on my own. I thought I could fix myself, you know, if I can say the words. But I wasn't really good at living up to what I said I was going to do. I was very, I was very good at, like, walking, talking the talk and not walking the walk. And I'm very grateful today that I'm putting the food aside every day, one day at a time. Tomorrow is going to be three weeks that I've been abstinent, and I don't know how I've done it that long, but I'm just grateful that just for today I can choose making make a choice work the program with my sponsor my weight is coming down I'm working with my sponsor praying to my higher power every day working the steps making phone calls going to meetings doing everything I can do for myself and I'm also calling others as well to get out of my own head because I'm going to be very egotistical and selfish in my head and I'm trying to be more other centered so I call people during the day and try to talk with them and ask them how they're doing rather than asking how I'm doing the first thing comes in my mouth you know because that's the first thing I want to do is talk about myself, and that's not the way this is meant to be. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Matt M. And now it's Elaine D. followed by Reba P.
10: Thanks so much for your service, Kelly. This is Elaine D. recovered in Massachusetts. And so the first part of these instructions are when we first give away our step five, really making sure that we didn't miss anything. Because if we're going to move on without sharing our grosser defects and our grosser, um, you know, fears and resentments and and things that we need to clean up from the past, we're not going to get the results we want, you know. It's like the leaning tower of pizza. If you're off half a bubble at the foundation, the whole thing's going to be tilted and it may never stand. But for me, step six is part of step 10, you know, when I find out throughout the day, and even step 11 at night, I find out, you know, I I look back. Is there something I missed today that I didn't clean up? Is my foundation still secure? Am I continuing (laughs) continuing to build my recovery on a firm foundation? Or have I gone off half a bubble halfway up um, as I'm building? And one of the things I think about are those recurring 10 steps, the ones I need to do over and over and over and over again. And what are the character defects that I'm seeing? You know, after step five, I'm like, yeah, 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 I take them all, God, you know. But then there's that daily, daily working out of am I willing today for God to take away the uh, character defects that I just discovered in the 10th step that I did or the 11th step that I did that I didn't clean up during the day? Am I willing to really look at those character defects and begin to practice the opposite? You know, Before I even move into step seven, before I even ask God to remove them, do I really want to let them go? You know, it's so funny how sometimes things are like, you know, this is my fourth time through with you guys. Thank you, God. You've changed my life, Um, and this book has changed my life, and my higher power is closer than ever before. And yet, you know, I can, I I don't know, we must not drift into morbid self-reflection. I don't know why I wasn't getting that every night when I was doing my 11th step, but, man, I've realized self-pity is something that I like to hold on to. You know, a pity party can be kind of fun. And um, this is something I really need to work with God on on letting go, trying to run the show and fix the world and fix you or think I have the right answer. These are things I need to be willing to let go of and willing to practice, practice, practice the opposite. So after I do a four-step, I need to really say, am I willing to let go of this? I mean, a 10-step, or I'm going to be doing it again and again and again. And with that, I pass.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you, Elaine. And next is Reva P. followed by Harlan G.
3: Hi,
13: good morning. It's Reva P., Grateful Recovered, Compulsive overeater in Toronto. Two things struck me in this paragraph. First of all, and I never understood, I don't think I ever fully understood 6 and 7 until recently. So it's many years of misunderstanding what this step really means. But the first thing that strikes me is that this is a huge pivot point. Step six is about changing direction. It's like the fork in the road and I'm starting to change direction. And um, it's changing from where I'm running the show and I'm this director, you know, trying to arrange and control my weight, my life and everybody around me um, to a point where I'm now letting God take over. Um, So it's a huge, huge pivot point. Um, And what is required is that I find my defects objectionable. And it wasn't until I found the food objectionable and I reached my bottom with that, that I was willing to do the program and do the work that was required. And it's the same with my defects. Um, And you know, sometimes they stick a little bit um, closer to me than I would like, and it's often helpful for me, what I have found helpful is to not just look at what the defects are doing to me and all the harm they're doing to me, Uh, but sometimes I really need to take a deeper look at what they're doing for me because there's some almost backwards kind of benefit that I get, as was shared before, from some of these defects. And, you know, I need to really um, look closely at the fact that if I am willing to let them go, it means I'm going to have to start taking responsibility. I'm going to have to start taking constructive action. And... I don't always want to do that. So once I shed the light on that, and I can admit I don't want to do it, but as was shared before, I become willing to do it, and then I can move forward. And with that, I pass.
0: All right, thank you, Reva P. And next is Harlan G., followed by Janie H.
12: Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for your service, and thank you to Team Thursday for making this meeting possible. I'm Harlan G. I'm in sweltering Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And when I first looked at these little paragraphs, I thought, gosh, that's not very much. But then it was explained to me by someone who knew the program
0: very, very well
12: that in chapter five, we define these character defects of selfishness, self seeking. We talk about dishonesty, resentment, and fear. And We talk about these defects, and then when I actually do my fourth step, in the fourth column of the resentment section, in the fourth column of the fear section, in the fourth column of the sexual harm section, I am going to be going into the harms that I did other people, and I am going to identify patterns of character defects that have been running through my life since the moment I was born. I'm going to see the terrible destructiveness of these defects, not only to me, but to the people closest to me. I don't need to read any ancillary books. I don't need to read any concordances, although some of them are very good. What I need to do is take a look at my fourth step and I need to really look at it objectively. And I need to understand that I get a certain vicarious thrill from lying, cheating, healing, going beyond the rules. I loved beating the system. And I loved it so much that there was an effect like that. Dr. Silkworth describes that the food was giving me, that the Kit Kat bars and the chocolate-covered turtles were giving me an effect. So was lying. So was cheating. So was, quote-unquote, beating the system. But who was getting beat? Me. Who was losing? Me. And I have to rely on step two. Because either God is or God is not. Can I run my business honestly without cutting corners? Can I have a relationship with someone without gossiping or lying or judgmental? Now, I can't shut my brain off, and sometimes some people do things and I do still think to my head, gosh, that's not what I would do, or that's dumb, or that's nourish or that's God." But I have to understand that we are all children of God and that I am in this world to play the role he assigns. Either I trust him or I don't. And if I'm going to act honestly, And I fear those consequences. That's why I have steps for that. Dr. Silkworth excuse me, uh, Sam Shoemaker told the boys, there are four impediments to God. A resentment I will not let go of. A secret I will not tell, steps four and five. A vicarious thrill that I will not stop, steps six and seven. And a restitution that I will not make. Steps eight and nine. And if I will not overcome these impediments holding God's hand the entire time, I'm not going to recover. So what's my choice to be?
7: And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. This is Jamie H. Can you hear me?
11: Just in a moment, Jamie, I'm going to try to find Kelly here. Are you back with us, Kelly?
2: If not, you can go ahead.
0: I'm back. I was just muted. Okay, good. Sorry.
2: Okay.
0: Thank you, Jamie. I'm on. I hear you.
7: Jamie, you on? Can I be heard?
12: I'm
11: Jamie. I thought it was Kelly. Yeah.
0: This is Kelly but It's your turn
6: to share.
11: Okay. Well, this is Jamie H. without a timer in Jessup, Georgia. I am making my very first trip through these steps. I get on the phone every morning hungry to hear what it is that that will carry me through tomorrow or six months from now or a year from now. And I hear so many people talk about the first time they went through their steps. I just finished this step just a couple of weeks ago. And I remember
12: the joy
11: that I had when I realized I have a character defect, had no idea. I thought I walked through life bumping into people whose mission was to make me miserable every day of my life from the moment I got out of bed. Oh, there's my husband. He's going to make me miserable. Oh, there's my kids. They're going to make me miserable. Oh, got to go to work. Oh, God, please don't let me go. Please let me just be sick today. Just today, I can come up with a reason to be sick so I don't have to go where they will make me miserable. And voila. The character defect. I was so relieved. I am so relieved right now because as I step into my next one, I thought number four would be the worst thing that ever happened to me. Oh, my God, how in the world am I ever going to make that inventory? Now that's over. I'm like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to make amends? How am I going to do it? i am I going to do it? I don't know that I can ever do that. That's got to be the worst thing ever. When really... I get, to, I have the sponsor that says, "Oh, is that a character defect?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a character defect. I've got him. She's got him. She had the same ones as me. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for giving me a sponsor that could, could relate to my character defect. For the first time in my life ever, I understand. Do you remember the first moment you stood in the sunlight of the Spirit? Makes me cry right now. I have hope." I remember writing in my book on page 25 when it talks about rocketed to the fourth dimension. On April 16th, I wrote, what does this look like? On July 19th, I got to write, I was there. This program is amazing. I have a relationship with God I never knew. I thought that he was a statue in my church that I tithed to. I have a relationship with God. And for today, I get to trudge the yellow brick road of happy destiny, and with that I pass.
0: Thank you Jamie H. Um
7: we have time for one or two shares. Who would like to take those? Suji Suji
0: one more person. All right, well Sue, go ahead.
14: Okay, thank you. Good morning. This is Sue G from Michigan. I recovered by the grace of God. I remember the first time I did step six. This was before long before Vision. And they had a list on the OA website of thirty four. And uh, she emailed me those 34. And I also go over them, pick out the ones that I felt that that I had a problem with. And I did a lot of writing on each one. And I remember when I first began sponsoring, I, I did the same thing with my sponsees. But then <clears throat> when I got into vision... Um, my sponsee had me take a list of the four character defects or the four main things that we look for in step ten, and that most everything rests she says she says most everything rests on those four, but I wasn't satisfied for some reason that didn't seem right, but making a list of thirty four you know you know uh going through that didn't seem right either. So what I did was I I put in the four that most everything is based on, but then I got more particular, like gossip, like like controlling. Um, and I went with God and talked to God about it and asked him to help me with my list. And this seemed like a, a middle ground um, and that's how I sponsor now. I don't give them the list of 34, but I I do tell them to look for things. And I think the most important thing is this willingness. If we learn to become willing in step four and five, to be honest, I think it transferred o- transfers over if if we stay close to God in a, you know following step three. I think it transfers over somehow that that willingness that we had then is more, it's easier to keep being willing. Um, We're being honest about our food, so it's easier to keep being honest. Um, Anything that we do on a regular basis, I think, is easier to continue doing. And um, so. That's where I have found the middle ground. Uh, There are things that I know are character defects, but they're not listed under the four, on our fourth step. Um, So, and and Uh, there are some that I'm not willing, I wasn't willing um, to let go of. There's still one that's self-controlling. I still, thank you. With that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Suji. Okay, well, we will close. Thank you. To everyone who shared, please join us for a second, unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, July 27th, is 10211. We will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And Nessa R., will you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
2: Hi there. Yeah, Yeah, I'm here. Just had a little trouble unmuting. Uh, Thank Um, you. Our our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us, asking in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order.